Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Andy, what do we like today? Well, we had a chat about last night's game. It was a little bit disappointing for me. And, uh, but then we had uh, some old clips that I really enjoyed from 2006. We spoke to a guy from Leeds who uh, is, does murals of Leeds footballers and Bielsa. But he's been having a few problems, so you hear about that. And Jarlath Regan. Jarlath Regan. He was very good, wasn't he? Yeah, very good. So uh, here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Can we talk about what we're going to actually watch that terrible football? It, but that's another thing it altogether. It wasn't a great game, was no, it? No. Whenever I've watched Fulham, they're a bit, they remind me of a kind of sorry team. They just keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball, fine, OK. You know, and they deserve to win, fully deserve to yeah, win yeah. yesterday. But uh, two Wembley final defeats in four days for me, and I can't even blame Anthony Taylor this time. No, you can't. That's no complaints. True. They and what was Richard Foster, Mr Playoff, saying to us on Monday? The curse of the teams that wear yeah. red and white stripes in playoffs. I think it had more to do with it continues. <laughs> even wearing even wearing their away kit didn't get them off the scent, so, did it? Sometimes they, you know, it's all you know, people admire the way Brentford are running and everything. But you know, sometimes I think, like for example, they've got a set play coach. If I was Matthew Benham, I'd want my money back. I've never seen a worse <laughs> collection of set plays in my life. Yeah, the delivery and the, also the defending against them, appalling. And Ben Rama, he's been linked with a lot of clubs, including Chelsea. I, I, I don't get it. I've, I've watched him. I've, I hear he's a good player. I've seen highlights. But whenever I've watched him, it's just massively disappointing. Maybe last you put night, him off. I thought last night he was really <laughs> Maybe poor. you make him nervous. <laughs> Friday's going to get slaughtered on here, which he has, of course. Yeah, but Fulham, you know, they, they, we'll see how they go. I, don't, I, I, don't, I think they'll survive. I think that sort of... They remind me a bit... I think if Brentford had come up, it would have been a bit like Norwich. I think they would have just taken about 20 points. Open, yeah. Oh, too open. They would have been thrashed. But I think Fulham, apart from when they lose like 5-0 to Liverpool and City, they'll generally, I think, be all right. And I think they'll just about have enough to stay up. It would be my view. Yeah. Well, who knows? But that's what... Um, that's what a lovely mean. second goal by, uh, by yeah. Brian, wasn't it? Cracker. Even the first goal, you know, it was very, yeah, very, I mean, very good coaching. Very I mean, Scott Parker told him what to do. Mm. He did it and he scored. He had to execute it, though, and it was, it was brilliant. But uh, when Scott Parker goes out for dinner, does he ignore the main course and just go to the sides? Yeah. Just wondered. <laughs> just go to the sides, yeah, yeah. That's about it. And uh, <laughs> He's a good man, though, isn't he? played for your oh, lot yes. and my lot. And, um, oh, and I was, for West Ham. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah. very pleased for him. Uh, really. No, no. He, you know, look... 
you, you just can't argue with the, the yeah. whole thing. They were clearly the better team on the night and it would have been an injustice if they hadn't come up. Um, you know, during the game when I was a little bit bored, I was looking at Kate Lawler's Instagram, Kate Lawler oh, okay. from Virgin Radio. She's a very... Yummy, yeah. she's, she tells these daily stories. She's a very funny person. Mm. And she was talking about her boyfriend, as she often does, and she said that he recorded over his entire family holiday to Florida in the 90s for an edition of Match of the Day. Really? <laughs> it was very good. And I thought... And then one of somebody else said to her, "Oh, they basically had their christening taped over some boxing." So yeah. I thought, you know, I wonder if that's well. It's a nice zeitgeisty cool subject. I mean, all the <laughs> all the kids are talking about taping over things on VHSs, aren't they? I mean, yeah, I, was a lot in, of I was in Hoxton last night, and it was Betamax VHS. <laughs> that was all the talk. Cassettes, although they are getting back to cassettes, aren't they? So oh, uh, you know. So anyway, man, Andy, man of the moment, Jacob's there. Wants That's to know, me, have yeah. you ever taped over anything? Do you, do you know, <laughs> ask your dad what tapes were, kids, in case yeah. you're, you're not quite sure whether you have or not. But why not? Why not? And if they're sporty. So I mm. the most important tape uh, against the least important thing that was, uh, that was taped over it. Yeah. Uh, we'll try and find the best. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet and We're going to talk about referees and we're going to talk about the, the new rules and offside lines and all this armpits, but Kalina has said that uh, it's evidence... It, no, if evidence shows it's three centimetres offside, it's offside. And you think... How did these people get to be so powerful in football? Him and Ellery. How mm. did they get to these positions? Well, he was the best ref in the world, so Andy. So what? He's not a player, not a fan, and I suggest not... Because referees look at everything <clears throat> from a referee's point of yeah. view. And I th and everything's got to be like... You know, you know that the if the actual equipment had a complete no margin of error in it, then you'd say fine. Mm. But it does. And what drives me mad, it says, FIFA, <clears throat> led by its head of global football development, Arsene Wenger. See, that gives you a bit of hope because Arsene Wenger is somebody who loves football and mm. is somebody that is committed to attacking football and isn't desperate for every goal to be chalked off for some technicality like Kalina and, and Ellery are. FIFA, led by its head of global football uh, development, mm. Arsene Wenger, is still exploring whether to change the offside. Stop exploring! Just get on with it! How long are you exploring? You've been exploring for months! <laughs> It's a line. Just make it a little bit thicker. We'll all be happy. I'm look. I'm no psychologist, but you you, you talk about two bald men there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But <laughs> well, I'm a bald man. I know. Well, well Kalina, Kalina and Ellery. I don't know what it is. Maybe it, look, that may just be a coincidence. <laughs> It may just be a coincidence. I don't know. Raging like, against I, I the world. I don't know what to got... read into it. <laughs> I don't know. If we can get, if they can have a weave, they both have a weave. It could be, it could be a very different world we live in. They'll just be letting everything go. <laughs> and uh, it is interesting. There's a story about Ryan Fraser here, and it says mm. he's been offered a contract worth about fifty-five grand a week by Crystal Palace. Yeah. But at the end of last season, not this season, the end of last season, he was sort of linked with Liverpool and there was Arsenal and talks, and, and but it didn't happen. And he saw out his last year, but and you know we had this thing where basically he didn't want to play. Fair enough, that's his decision. He didn't want to play in in the post lockdown football. But now it's obviously put off these teams. Mm, yeah. And so well, now his choices are, are limited. So you just wonder whether he'll regret that. Whether he would have regret not. What do you think? I mean, I think it's a bit of a quantum leap to suggest because he wouldn't play the last few games Not just for Bournemouth. That. I don't think he put it in for Bournemouth this right. year. He said he didn't play well this yeah. year. He didn't no. play anywhere near as well. He were into the season four last. He was only second to Eden Hazard in assists. 
So his game dropped off. Do you think, you where you do you think if it? a club can get you on the cheap or for nothing and you're worth money, they, they I mean, they, they care about that to an extent. But yeah. he will say mitigating circumstances. Mark wasn't any. I didn't want to be there. They wouldn't let me go. Yeah, no, there's a I, story I you can that. tell of another course, club. Yeah, but I, I do know what you mean. Um, there was a lot of talk of Arsenal, mm-hmm. Spurs. A lot of other clubs, but uh, you're saying his Palace is only option. Well, that's what the, the Times are saying. So, okay. Uh, well, we'll, look, we'll have a look, we'll talk see. to him at West Ham. Uh, Martin Braithwaite for West Ham. Of that's course. an interesting one. Uh, uh, Talksport understands there's conversations going on. That wouldn't be a bad bit of business. Mm. I mean, Barcelona felt he was good enough for six months, didn't they? So, and he did well in Spain. So, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. And uh, Andy, uh, earlier on today, I saw a story that said the WNBA mm. players are wearing Vote Warnock shirts. And I thought, blimey, word, really? word of Borough staying up has got all the way to the women's uh, MBA. Uh, but I looked it up and it was uh, Raphael Warnock who's running for Senate in Georgia. So they're, they're getting behind him. So. Yeah. But I, I, love the, I, like, yeah. I love the WNBA me, Alan, yeah. as, uh, as Neil would say. But anyway, it's not, it's not that, unfortunately. No, well, it's a shame. So um, if, if you live in Leeds uh, and you've uh, been wandering uh, around the town, various parts, you would have seen some wonderful bits of artwork, Leeds mm. United. United, uh, related in various places on sort of broadband boxes and uh, walls, etc., etc. And they're the work of our next guest, the uh, Burley Banksy. Uh, you know, it's, it's gone all the way to the club. The club have seen his work and have commented on it. He's met Marcelo Bielsa. He featured in the documentary, mm. and he didn't I he? believe he so, yeah. Him. That's right. But, sadly, uh, the Burley Banksy has decided that uh, he doesn't wish uh, t- to do this anymore, and he's going to explain why. Uh, and Andy, right. Andy McVeigh. Good afternoon, Andy. Hi, hi, Lance. You all right? You all right? Yes, we are. Yeah, it's it's look, it's a great shame this because uh, people generally have uh, have really loved what you've been doing, but sadly, not everybody. Yeah, we have a lot of graffiti taggers around where um, we live, as I suppose we do in most cities. But um, they've just they've constantly sort of destroyed my artwork, and it gets to a point where you have to you have to call it a day, don't you? Because you spend. Um, more time repairing them than you did painting them in the first place. So um, I've decided to stop doing the ones around where I live in Edinley, near the Cricket Stadium. Um, but I'm going to keep going with the Leeds United ones near the stadium, the, near Ellen Roads, and hopefully some ones inside the stadium as well. Yeah, there's such a difference, isn't there, between graffiti and tagging. Tagging is the, it's just no, no talent involved anyway. It's just ego, isn't it? It's not just signing my name all over somebody else's wall or work or something like that, whereas graffiti can really be inspiring. Yeah, I mean, some some street art is wonderful, isn't it? I mean, there's, there's loads across the world, and... Um, but the tagging is just, I mean, they do it on people's houses where I live, on their front doors, on their fences. You know, they do it on the side of little old ladies' houses. So they wake up in the morning, you know, a little bit frightened. And and there's no talent. But I think these lads think they're sort of part of some New York gangster group or something. <laughs> and they probably all still live with their mums and have their underpants washed for them. <laughs> um, but... Um, they did what I did a memorial for my friend Scott, who was in a band called Frightened Rabbit, and he um, mm. took his own life a year and a half ago. And and to have that one ruined, I think it's five, six times now, and it's quite clearly a sort of memorial for a really nice bloke. I, 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 that that becomes quite you know upsetting, really. And it's 
you do despair, you know. Yeah, now you do. The, the, but, the, the nature, the kind of varied nature of them as well is great. I mean, some you've been, one was a tribute to Gary Speed, uh, others have been about the current side, others have just been old classic shirts uh, with a, a name and a number on the back, like your borough in the, in the old yeah. green and dark blue uh, stripes yeah. and, and Kelly number two in the in the yellow and, and blue so it's just it's quite it's quite different the, the nature of the sort of Leeds artwork you do and the different things you do it on yeah the Leeds ones are hopefully now going to be left alone because the club got involved and they sort of commissioned me to do them so they're kind of officially commissioned and they gave me some money to, to repaint them after they were ruined by mm. a very strange guy who decided he was he was I was a vandal and he was going to destroy all the Leeds United ones and nobody in Leeds liked Leeds United. It was he was sent all these very <laughs> really weird emails mm. to me. Honestly, they went to the paper. It was all I had to get the police involved. It was crazy. But the Leeds ones have stayed now and they're much loved. You know, I'm quite sort of humbled by how much the Leeds fans love them. Really, so I've got more of them planned and there's, just, there's only a few boxes left that I haven't done. But um, I've got to be able to one on the go at the moment, obviously, because we've finally hallelujah got promoted with the Messiah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there is, those should stay, hopefully. Um, so I'm going to continue to do them because I know Leeds fans love them and I, and I love doing them, basically. The the image of that, the the Bielsa image, is, is a really strong one, isn't it? And you can get it, I see you can get it on towels and all sorts of things, isn't it? So I presume <laughs> they're probably going quite well with Leeds fans. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe I've got a range of merchandise now. I mean, I just started painting these things because I had too much time on my hands. I'm a single dad and... Um, my mate said you need to get a girlfriend mate you do you know what are you doing <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing down there on a Tuesday night painting Bielsa on a bucket but um, it is a, it, it's a sort of symbol of how unusual he is you know he sits on this bucket don't he you know who else does that kind of thing and he's he's taken us up and I mean I think people loved it before but I think that image has become a bit of a thing now um, when we got promoted there were a video of a load of lads who'd, you know who were well refreshed um, they were all singing and dancing around the in Bill to we trust box and kind of bowing down it and stroking it and <laughs> it was it was it was quite a thing really, um, but yeah you can get it on stuff now mugs and at the terrace and you can, I've done prints of it on my website um, BurleyBanksy.com gets the plug in there sorry lads um, <laughs> I'm learning I'm learning how to be a businessman yeah it's good yeah, yeah go for it what you yeah. you've met you met Bielsa didn't you a little while ago. Yes, they gave us like a V... When they all got ruined, the club were lovely and they gave me and my son a VIP day. So we got to meet, you know, you meet the players and all that and stuff. Mm. And I'm not, I'm too old to be excited about meeting players. But when I met Bielsa, I, I did turn into a bit of like a kind of take that fan or something. <laughs> I, was, I, I made I made an involuntary noise when he walked <laughs> could, up to could me. You, I, could you give us an approximation of it? What, what, what yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> I sort of just went, Whoa! <laughs> I don't know where it came from. I it's never happened before. Um, and anyway, we I, I, I'd written out on a little bit of paper to him um, in Spanish. I went on Google Translate today, you know, thank you for mm. giving us our club back in Spanish. And I said, I read this to you. And I got, there was this one word with about 30 letters in it. I tried to read I couldn't get anywhere with it. And he, he just kind of laughed and read it to me. And he said, I keep. And what? he put, put the bit of paper in his pocket. And then he was gone. He, you know, he's like, I must get back and study the West Brom left-backs last 75 matches and the data and analysis. <laughs> so, you know, he was, you know, but he, he does have something about him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? An aura, I think. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, it is you in the documentary, isn't it? The uh, the Sky documentary. Yes, my mate said to me, you're never going to be, you know, this, this Potticino, Guardiola, and there's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good doco, though. It's really entertaining. Yeah, it, it tells a lot about him. 
Yeah, it's, um, there's so many stories about Bielsa and so many idiosyncrasies, isn't there? And, you know, he, when he did his thank you speech to everyone when we went up, he, he thanked the lady that left him soup outside his door. I mean, you know, he, he thanked the bus driver, he thanked the cleaning ladies. You know, we just, we just love him. He's just... I, I love my dad, I love my son, I loved my granddad. And then I think Bielsa comes next. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he seemed increasingly a very good fit for the club, hasn't he? You kind of felt them, and, and you think it's a t- you do feel it's a two way street. Now he does feel yeah. appreciated and loved at the club, and uh, and and has done it. it. Just say it just feels a perfect marriage at the moment. Let's hope it stays that way because he, he, you know, he has got a bit of previous for you know losing his yeah. rag at times and he's, doing he's doing not, strange he's things. Gonna, he's not going to stay forever, and he, mm. he might stay. Well, you know, I. If he gets to the end of the next season, I think that'll be it. You know, he doesn't stay anywhere very long. And, it, and in his head, he'll have done his job. You mm. know, he's, he's done what he came here to do. But he has fitted it perfectly. You know, it's a slightly bonkers club, isn't it, Leeds? Well, it's more than slightly bonkers. Um, but he's steadied the ship. He's stopped the... They call him a loco, but he's steadied everything. You know, everything's become sensible and, mm. and normal. And he can do... He does quirky things that are wonderful. But he's steadied everything down and he's, he's made... You know, Leeds fans say now he's made me a better bloke. You know, you kind of think, what you know, what would I do in this situation? What would what would be able to do? Right, I'll do that then. You know, what would be else to do? That's that's great. And what is interesting is he doesn't speak a word of English. Yeah, it makes it even more fascinating that he's been able to, you know, get across to people without actually being able to communicate. No, that is that is incredibly. uh, Yeah, that is that is true. It is bizarre. yeah. Yeah. And what he's done, he's taken average players, hasn't he? He's taken average players to play 10 levels above themselves. <laughs> um, and the players have said, he's made me a better person. Do you know what I mean? You know, Stuart Dallas said that the other week. And it's, yeah. Well, it's going to be fascinating yeah. to see uh, how they go. Well, one more season yeah. and then uh, Dave Hockaday back. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump. I'll, I'll be. Yeah, that'll. I'll be and live. I'll, I'll be living in the kibbutz in Venezuela when that happens. You know, I nearly did last time, to be honest. So, um, but yeah, let's hope, let's hope he stays one more season. I think the Premier League needs somebody like him. Mm. You know, I think it really does. It. There's so much arrogance and so much money, and morals have gone out the window. And I think we need a bit of that back, and I think Bielsa can do that. I think the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Yes, if you've not been able to listen recently, uh, an old box of mini disc gathering dust in a corner were uh, picked up and digitised, uh, mm. and uh, we found these old clips. We've not heard them since 2006. We haven't got a clue what's coming up. No. Our producer mm. has compiled these, so um, and they've got all fresh intros yeah. by the man himself. Mm. So let's see what we get. It's news to us and hopefully news to you. So here we go. We start with Lisa O'Sullivan and news of a medal in the Commonwealth Games. And two have already been claimed, Rachel. Two silvers in the shooting for England this morning. Peter Flippant. <laughs> that was his name, Peter Flippant. Was it? Yeah, that was did his name. Did you look name. it up? Yeah, I did. I thought that... When I saw the clip, I thought... That was his name, so I looked it up. I mean, he was—he had a. She quite, wasn't being flippant. Then. No, she wasn't, <laughs> and he had quite a poor attitude to the sport as well. We didn't really. He won loads of medals, but yeah. So there we are. That's the producer not doing his well, homework. Well, that's a bit harsh yeah. on Lisa. There, we do apologise. Lisa O'Sullivan Lisa. says person's right name. Fourteen years later, we yeah. apologise. Yeah, sorry, Lisa. Alan Brazil now, and he's out on the road, quite literally. 
We've just been in the MG, which is probably the nicest car I've ever sat on in my life. <laughs> well, he's a big man, Alan. And in most MGs, like an MG midget, Alan would have to sit on it as opposed to in it, wouldn't he, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, that's very true. Sticking with Alan, alongside Graham Beecroft at mm. Cheltenham, making some plans for the evening. Uh, what are you doing tonight? Where are you going for dinner tonight? Because you're getting a bit of a night bird, you know. Are you suggesting that I'm not coming with you? Are you, you know, are you going to jack me uh, off? No. Oh dear! <laughs> I think we'll move on rather. We'll move on rather rapidly. Maybe that phrase has got a bit of a Merseyside meaning that we don't understand. The so, sports news now, and given it was only fourteen years ago, it's a surprise neither of us remember this result. Second place Sheffield United saw their recent worrying form continue, beating beaten twenty two one at Norwich. Oh, blimey, it's a heavy <laughs> defeat. They were happy. But Mick Dennis still <laughs> celebrates that one. 22-1, the old beating of Sheffield. I, I really don't remember that. I want to go to the Canaries' website and check it out. There'll be pictures. Mike Parry here with Andy Townsend, talking all things film. Do you know they're named after Orson Welles? <laughs> Orson Welles, because they, they apparently love the film, the uh, the one about, uh, you know, the great press baron, you know. Oh! You know. Uh, Citizen, Citizen Wells, Wells. Yeah. Citizen Wells, a favourite film. Citizen <laughs> Wells. He's priceless, isn't he? Great, isn't it? <laughs> we do a Mike Parry's film show. We've definitely got to get that off. See if we can have a word with Times Radio, see if, see if they're its citizens. Anyway, move on, Andy. Here's our much-loved and sadly-missed former cricket correspondent, Jack Bannister, having a bit of an open all-hours moment. It was the um, emergency opener, uh, Irvan Patan. Fletcher Clough Granville returning to Mr Brazil with mm. some important information that he clearly felt we needed to make a note of so it's very important so grab your pens back home grab your pens have you got a web, ad a web address d uh, d let's do this grab your pen and pencil <laughs> just in case your pen's not working you know if you've got a quill get your quill a piece of slate and a chalk did whatever he mean pen and Anything, paper write it in blood if you have to so it's, it clearly it must have been the Lexus website I think it was that, that sort of era wasn't it it was yeah is it you uh, I think it is staying with Alan uh, here he is talking football the one thing you say about Reading is the amazing a uh, team ship, a uh, team team ship they have. Sorry. Oh, they, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, yeah, these days, uh, team ship. They do have great team ship. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. when I think Reading. I do think uh, team ship, don't you? <laughs> Whatever that is. Yeah. This is Paul Breen Turner alongside Rodney Marsh on Drive taking a call. Well, let's uh, go to the line, shall we? Tom in Coventry, you're on Talk Sport. Here we are. Yeah, we a bit of instant mash <laughs> after that. Uh, one more from Big Al lamenting the lack of English coaches. Where's where's the top English managers? Look look at the the four teams. Um, you know you 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 look at Manchester United, a Scott. You look at Chelsea. You look at Arsenal. You look at Liverpool. There's no English managers. You know you you have to go Davy Moyes at Everton. Well, you do, but <laughs> that English is really. Thank, thank you for that, Al. No. And finally, it's Andy Townsend and Mike Parry taking another call. Hubert, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, um, good show, good show. I'm liking the show a lot. Um, thank you. Um, today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Beaky. Um, Obviously, not that much. Yeah, who's who's presenting? It's not it. good calling Andy Townsend Beaky over that nose. <laughs> <laughs> not ideal, really. I think he was talking to Mike, but there we are. So there we are. There was a few midweek uh, clips. We'll have a That'd fresh be batch. We'll be in well. <laughs> fresh batch for you on Friday. If you do hear a clip on Talksport, of course, over the next uh, couple of days, because we'll do a fresh batch on Friday. Uh, just send it into talksport.com forward slash H&J, text to 81089 or tweet to TSH&J. We just need a day and a time. And uh, if it's played uh, on Friday, you'll get a credit.
So, uh, Annie mentioned earlier on Kate Lawler from Virgin Radio on Instagram was saying, uh, was it her husband? Had, uh, her, a, boyfriend. A, a, a boyfriend. Her boyfriend had a, something taped over years ago? He, he basically taped the entire family holiday to Florida in the 90s. He taped over it with Match of the Day. And having said it was a really zeitgeisty, cool subject um, mm. for you, the kids, talking about taping over VHSs. Despite that, you've responded. Uh, not sport-related, but my nephew taped over our wedding video with the Teletubbies, says Sue in <laughs> Rossendale, the Burnley fan. That's good. Um, what have we got one here from Tony in Aberdeen? I once taped over a Don's European match. I, sorry, I once taped over a Don's European match with the last episode of the Thornbirds. <laughs> And it's with uh, Richard Chamberlain. I got the silent treatment, he says, and I got married in 1985, uh, which was videoed, okay, Mm. uh, as proof. Uh, About three months later, I taped a Chelsea game over it. That didn't go down very well. (laughs) That would not go down well. And often the subject... (laughs) Is raised. I bet it is yeah, in, yeah, in those yeah. dark moments. That's uh, Jeff from Chesterton. Thank you very much, Jeff. So you can keep them coming. Talksport.com, text 1889, tweet J. Yeah, it couldn't happen today, of course. Uh, interesting <laughs> point from Chris Sutton, though. I thought he says mm. he's accused players of practising screaming to con referees. And I'll tell you what's interesting. It's been very interesting in the post-lockdown football because we've heard this for ourselves. Yeah. How often do you hear a tackle and a bloke goes down and he, Oh, you know, Proper different from Burnt Leno when he was really badly hurt and he was yeah. screaming and it was horrible. But, you know, definitely you see players really... And, it, and the referees react to it. So, uh, yeah, interesting point. They're not there. reacting to it as much. I, I, don't, I mean, you, you don't know, think you know, so? No, no, I, I don't, don't, don't think so. I think they do. do. You think they have, in, even in life, I think they react more to a crowd than they do to a player screaming, Yes, don't they? well, I don't know. It depends how much they, yeah, agony they look like they're in. Uh, Chloe Madelia says, husband James Haskell... Oh, yeah. ...only wants to romp in the afternoons because he's oh, too okay. tired I think he's night. on this week, isn't he? I, mean, I know. Can you F- save it for this under too much information, yeah. I'd say. Definitely. I've got planning news for you later. Oh, yeah, I won't go too good. early. I just I like to warn people that planning news is well, coming. Well, they do out. like to sort of, you know, that's right. So and it's, um, yeah. it's Beckham's related. Yeah. And our old friend Alex Gorry, the tipping expert in the star, yeah. he's been running this advert since mm. racing resumed. Mm. And I think he needs to change it. It's the same words every day. He says, two winning months from three this year. That's fine, yeah. A fantastic Cheltenham Festival. Think, well, get over it, mate. That was March. <laughs> <laughs> He's still dining out on that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, very good. And a visa error has left England without a, a, a spin coach uh, because apparently they failed to notice that Jeetan Patel didn't have the correct visa oh, no. to take the role uh, on a short-term deal, although he has got a visa to play here, so he can play for Warwickshire. But he's yeah. <laughs> talking about red tape. How pathetic is that? Yeah. So he can play for Warwickshire, but he can't be England's spin coach. So he's still here earning a living. What's the, what's the point of that? I'm not in charge of visas, Andy. You're asking no, the wrong person. Ridiculous, really. So, mind. still to come this afternoon, we're going to talk a bit of boxing in a few moments' time. You would have heard Frank Warren on the, with Sam and the gang earlier, a little bit uh, earlier on, should I say. And mm. very interesting. He, he would like to get together with uh, Matchroom, Eddie Hearn, and make some big British fights happen. It's a nice BT, idea, Sky, Matrim, Queensbury, all coming together, one big happy family. That's not the way boxing tends to work, but uh, Frank said, I've not so much uh, thrown down the gauntlet as chucked the whole suit of armour at them. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I just thought I, it was I a mean, I'm interested to see if there's any problems with it, because to me, on the face of it, given COVID, given, you know, travel restrictions, yeah, kind of makes sense, doesn't it? They could all be in a bubble, but there must be a reason that it won't happen. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. <laughs> Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. Making a welcome return to the show now is uh, comedian and Liverpool fan, Jarlath Reagan. Good afternoon, Jarlath. How are you? 
Hey, boys, how are you? Yeah, we're not yeah, too good. bad. Thank you, we're not too bad. Now, everybody's had different ways of getting their work out there in these in these difficult times, and, and you're no exception. You've you've gone down a, a slightly different route to some of your other fellow comedians. You've not been banging on the door of Netflix or Amazon, but uh, tell us what you're up to. Yeah, well, I've decided to go on my own and do this thing of releasing my stand-up special uh, directly to people. I guess it's kind of cutting out the middleman and going straight to people. And I guess it's uh, everyone's trying to change how they do things. And I thought, what better time to kind of take an unconventional path? I'm not the inventor of this by any means. There's plenty of people that have gone this way before. But it feels like the right time because, you know, I think a lot of people understand that for for comedy and creators to continue creating, uh, we kind of all got to chip in and support the ones that we like. What helps for you is that you're doing it through your podcast, which is already very popular, isn't it? So you've got a kind of, you know, an audience to, to sell this to. Yeah. And in that way, like, you know how the podcasting game works and people tuning in will have their favorites and they're free. That's the deal, right? Free entertainment. And that's kind of the beauty of it. And I've been doing Irishman Abroad for seven years, <laughs> every mm -hmm. Sunday, free episode. So I guess there's a certain amount of loyalty there with those people. But equally, you know, there's hundreds of episodes of it that have now disappeared from the various different podcast platforms because of the limitations of storage on those servers. So I thought, what better way than to sell this new stand-up special than to include access to this vast archive of conversations mm. with the greatest Irish people ever to have left our shores and a few who aren't Irish but are just connected to Ireland. <laughs> and this yeah, this route's interesting. Names, I mean, yeah. I remember uh, Louis C.K. did it, Dave Chappelle. Did it. I think Louis C.K. charged a, a, a dollar a download for a gig mm. and obviously sold well over a million of them. So, I mean, you've priced it sensibly, five euros, and it's a live show yeah. you did in Ireland just before lockdown you call it Notions 11 and you say you've you've thrown in all the, the back catalogue of podcasts as well so it's, it's sensibly priced yeah well that's the thing I mean I think the whole Irishman Abroad uh, was built on the idea of giving people an hour long deep dive interview more of an interview than they'd expect so it kind of followed that idea and giving people a little bit of value nowadays goes an awful long way. So you get your stand-up special filmed in Vicar Street covering everything from Jeffrey Epstein to Brexit and uh, how to make a great trifle. <laughs> and then on top of that, <laughs> you get uh, conversations with Ruby Walsh and A.P. McCoy and Tony Cascarino. I didn't get Jack Charlton, unfortunately. Oh. Very nearly did, but didn't get him in there. Very tragic loss. But really, you name them. They're in the archive and I'm really proud to be able to kind of pivot this thing towards giving people both stand up and a bit of chat that they'll enjoy. Mm. Other sports stars, Brian Ages, Driscoll, Packy Bonner, and you mentioned AP McCoy there, and Sharon mm. Horgan as well, who's very funny. So, yeah, that sounds really, really good. What about uh, Liverpool? You're a big fan. I mean, you must have, you <laughs> must have loved that, must you? Yeah, you know, it was bittersweet, wasn't it? I think everybody understood that you know, it wouldn't feel the same and, you know, not getting the the tour through the city and the celebrations that would have come with it made it made it made it tough. But at the same time, it feels a bit like the curse of the Bambino. It's off our back now. And I'm sure that a lot of your Liverpool listeners will know that, that there's something very freeing about the whole thing. <laughs> the fact that we're heading into a transfer window where it feels uh, like not too many teams are going to do too much 
it nearly feels like begin again in September. Would you agree with me on that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it certainly Especially if they've got two weeks more rest than anybody else. Yeah. That really help. <laughs> yeah, they're all on holiday at the moment. We're seeing pictures of them around the world, aren't we, having a bit of a break. So, uh, although there's been a lot yeah. of talk about um, Mo Salah wanted for the Olympics next year. Uh, and yeah. Egypt want him to play in the Olympics, him? so that that could be a bit of a blow for him. I mean, yeah. The following it may not season. even happen the Olympics. Let's no, be honest. no, that is quite. <laughs> let's not start worrying about the Olympics <laughs> next year. That is that is getting that you'd be the most concerned Liverpool fan, really. Well, um, I tell you what, boys. I tell you one thing that's really hmm. caught my eye in terms of sport, and that is this NBA bubble in Florida. Yeah. I don't know if you've been following this. Hmm. Three hundred and fifty players, twenty-two teams, and all the administrative staff in three hotels are running the entire season and playoffs out of Florida. And weirdly, lads, it, it works. Like, even if you are not a fan of basketball, it's worth appreciating that a lot of there's an awful lot of nonsense surrounding games. Players don't have to travel. Players don't have to deal with any of it now. So the standard is through the roof. Now, I don't think it has implications for football, but it is interesting to see something like that taking place when we are going, well, will the Olympics take place? It's possible to run a pretty big bubble out of somewhere like Disneyland. Yeah. It's great. I mean, the idea that they run the whole of the Premier League out of Autumn Towers <laughs> would be great, wouldn't it? And everybody would stay there, <clears throat> just to go on the rides, have a go on the good. rides in, in a bit of downtime. It would be great, wouldn't it? It would be a lovely idea. So, uh, so uh, people can get the um, special and all the podcasts from it's Patreon. That's that's the outlet, isn't yeah. it? Patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. And uh, yeah, you're in. The doors swing open and you get access to my bonus series as well, Irishman Behind Bars, which is a true crime series. My basketball series, Inside Basketball. And we're actually doing a, a presidential election series in the oh. lead up to the American. Wow. So there's a lot there. There's about 400 hours extra stuff there for people. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Some planning news in a minute. Oh, I love planning that. news. That. Yeah, no, interesting story about a British weightlifter has achieved a world record after lifting 802 pounds, nearly six times her own body weight. Yeah. Tenstone Rhiannon Lovelace, 24, became the first woman to deadlift more than 800 pounds. A tremendous achievement. But I was thinking, weightlifting, it's not as popular as it used to be. I, what is to, be, to weightlifting? No, no, it used to be on grandstand all the time. Yeah. And well, grandstand's and, not on anymore. No, but, you know, Louis Martin and Precious McKenzie, they were big national figures. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, you know, watching a lot of weightlifting, and I'd, I'd sort of mimic it and I'd get the old talcum powder. And I'd Did you ever own a leotard, Andy? No, oh, okay. I'd sort well, of pretend, you know. I remember Ron Pickering's commentary. You talk, used to, sorry, you used to pretend you're, you used to cover yourself in talc? Well, you know, they, you know what they do. You know, yeah. they've got that thing where they put all that powder and everything. And then they get that in sumo as well. And yeah. uh, Ron Pickering, he, he was a great commentator on, on weight. He'd say, Ooh, he hates that bar. <laughs> so like the bloke was like mental battle. And it was quite, it's quite a good sport. But when did you last see weightlifting on television? That's a good question. This sort of Olympics, probably. That's this it. sort of era. Uh, well, you were probably about 16. I just imagine you covering yourself in talc <laughs> at 16 and pretending to be Precious, Precious McKenzie. It's That's slightly even. younger. He was Precious <laughs> McKenzie. Go and look him up, kids. He was a, a kind of celebrity. He was a top weightlifter, but a celebrity Is he related to Duke McKenzie in those? I'm, I'm, not, sure. Sure. I'm not sure they yeah. are related to the McKenzie boxing clan. Mm. But he um, remember. he would appear on like comedy shows. He was and tiny, wasn't he? He'd go on with Brucey, for example, and he'd pick Brucey up like he was a, like he was a, a, a set of weights, wouldn't he? Put me down. Down, put me. They do all that, wouldn't they? The sort of comedy turn it would go on. But he would be like mainstream Mr. Saturday Night, a weightlifter. Yeah. You're right, Andy. Uh, that that is not going on anymore. Yeah, anyway, good. Well done to her. So it just brought weightlifting into the. Well, it's great um, that you've put it back on the map. Well, uh, this, not me. I say Rhiannon rather than me. Okay. Well, let's. Um, <laughs> I have less to do with it. Let's bring your planning news, shall oh, we? Oh yeah, go on then. Hawksby and Jacobs planning news on Talk Sport. Yep, um, another another angle in the journalism, of course, when you're not uh, looking through Twitter for stories, you can just go through planning applications, and especially when it involves the Beckhams, mm. it's always hot news. So here we are, this is the Telegraph, it's not just the tabloids, mm. like a bit of planning news. Mm. David and Victoria Beckham have won a planning battle to construct a monstrous, inverted commas, lake on their £6 million Cotswold estate. Their, uh, residents didn't like it. Some of them said it was ugly, monstrous and out of keeping with the area. But, um, Can they actually even see it, though, if it's in their property? Well, um, apparently West Oxfordshire District Council gave the couple permission to create a kidney-shaped pond. I don't know what the shape of it matters. It's not really a but, swimming pool um, that's kidney-shaped, the, isn't it? The Beckhams have said they will plant hedgerows and trees to protect native birds and also use special lights to help bats in the area. Oh, that's no. great, isn't it? Really? So, yes. I've gone off uh, bats for some reason. You got yeah, they yeah, they're bats. A bit like weightlifting, not as popular as they used to be, but for very different reasons. One local resident, yeah. Michael Douglas, I didn't know he lived around there. Really? Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I hope he doesn't go sort of all falling down, down on them. Yeah. Uh, he accused a couple of trying to bring suburbia to the countryside. 
Mm. So bit there we are. Snob, bit snobby, all that, isn't well, there it? There we are. Planning news. They're going to look after the bats, Andy. They can't do any more than that. So uh, uh, Actually, David Beckham, apparently, to, according to this newspaper report, is going back in time with a film about his life. Yeah. The ex-England captain was inspired by the last dance about basketball store. Store. Basket, a basketball store. <laughs> I love a basketball store. Yeah. Basketball star Michael Jordan. Mm. Oh, no, don't bother. That was such a brilliant documentary. Yours won't be like that. It'll be like the last <laughs> prance or something. Don't bother. The last prance. <laughs> really. And uh, although, talking of snobby attitudes, oh, yeah. a planned reality TV programme on the Channel Islands is stirring up anger. The Real Housewives of Jersey... <laughs> what are you talking about? The Real Housewives? <laughs> well, uh, you know, quite posh. Yeah. The Real Housewives of Jersey yeah. well, uh, apparently has caused a bit of a storm. Islander Oscar Arlington Brown... <laughs> Not a NIMBY or anything like that. Says, participants will be self-indulgent and t- attention-seeking and pretentious. Uh, no thanks. Who gave permission for this? Is this the th- island of Jersey? Yeah, I don't think they need permission, do they, to, to, to film that programme? Real they need Housewives permission? of Jersey. Well, I'm not going to watch it, but, you know, I wouldn't be like Oscar Arlington now. Brown. You say that now. <laughs> After four or five nights of football when your missus says, you've got to watch something with me, which she does. Yeah. If she's watching Real Housewives of it, Jersey... I won't be watching that with her. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon show. we return tomorrow at one. Thanks very much for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.